Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sane, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best lives every day. Hey y'all, welcome back to the show. I had a thought the other day and um, I was scrolling through my timeline and somebody said something about, you know, there's however many weeks left to uh, the end of this decade, right? So obviously I know that it's close to the end of the year and that means it's about to be a new year. So, you know, you're getting your mind right, you're thinking about what you want for next year. But when I saw that thing, say decade, it just resonated with me. And I immediately thought, wow, okay, where the heck do I want to be in 10 years? Like 10 years from now, I will be in my fifties. Okay. So what, what does that mean to me? What does Amira want to be in her fifties? What kind of life do I want? Um, and how do I get there? So I started thinking, I'm like, you know what? I typically, I've told y'all before, I don't, I've done vision boards. I don't do them every single year. It's not like my have to. When I do them, I, I typically hold them for a while. So that's probably why this kind of resonated with me too, was because, was because, um, you know, I like to hold on to them until I kind of accomplish something. And what I also realized about me, the older I've gotten, the more I've kind of realized a year goes by very quickly, right? And Setting goals is not really hard. It's not the setting of the goal or, or even necessarily accomplishing them. Because I think when you set up for a year, you, for me, I would just put things that I know I can accomplish in a year. I won't put anything there that would stretch me. And I think at this point in my life, I want to aspire to do things that take a little bit more work because the things that I want out of life probably do take a little bit more work, I guess, if, if that's what that means. Um, so the goals I want to achieve over the next 10 years I thought it would be a great idea to do a decade like forecast, right? A decade uh, long, I guess, vision board. And I don't know if it'll be a vision board. I know some things I, I definitely will be making a vision board and it'll be probably a lot better looking than one I've ever made. Cause I'm gonna be looking at this for a while. <laughs> so I'm gonna finally use that. What do you call it? Hot Podge, Charlie, if you're listening, she's uh, has told me about that and, and said, that's what I need. Cause you know, she's, she's pretty crafty and, and she gets it and she does vision board parties and they look great and all that good stuff. But yeah, so I am going to sit down and I, I invited one of my girlfriends to do this. We're going to meet up and, uh, and she's my business accountability girlfriend. Um, as far as like, I have two, I have a mastermind that I meet with and my really good friend who I met through the show uh, and Tammy and she is, my, we have a mastermind. We meet every week, period. And we talk about our goals for the week, our businesses. We evaluate each other's businesses. We push each other and that's, yeah, badass stuff going on, right? And then I have my other very, very good friend, uh, one of my besties, and we both have similar platforms and similar similar personalities. We've been friends for forever and we are just like the ultimate uh, business cheerleader, 
cry on your shoulder about life, all that stuff in between. And I said, let's sit down with our families. Let's get one for our kids. Where do we see them for them in 10 years? Like, let's really cultivate a vision and let's hold one another accountable as families. And that's a game changer for me because, you know, this is not getting in your friend's business. This is saying, hey, as a, as you have to do this with somebody you're close with, I would say, because you want them, you want to talk about things that you probably wouldn't tell other people or being vulnerable. And what do you guys want to accomplish, accomplish and as a family unit? So we're going to sit down and we're going to have a night with our kids and our husbands and we're going to eat and drink and create and craft this vision and talk through these visions and hold one another uh, accountable as families. Um, and so I wanted to share that with y'all because I thought that that would be pretty cool if we could do that as a community. If we got with somebody who we could hold uh, some visions and some thoughts and we can put them out there and be vulnerable and talk about them and then hold one another accountable. And that might mean every quarter because 10 years is a long time, right? It could be five years. It doesn't have to be. You could do this for your one year. Um, but I would say set it higher than that because you're bigger than that. And one year, no, you need to three years at minimum. You need three years of your vision of where you want to be. And you need to fine tune it. You need to go after those dreams. You need to get that money right, stack that paper, get that retirement in, in order, uh, find out about retirement, invest in what you want to invest in, get your health right. You need a health accountability person. And you can even segment this into different accountability partners, which is pretty much what I've done. But um, I just thought it was really cool. And I wanted to share that with y'all and I encourage you to do so. And I'd love to know if you decide to do it. And if so, take a couple of pictures and tag us on Brunch and Slay. Because uh, I just want to share. And I want to share because I think a lot of times, and I, myself included, when I say I think typically, y'all, it's not me telling y'all that I know this because no, I don't. I don't know it all. I don't know half of anything, right? Uh, I'm a Jane of all trades, a master of none. Uh, but when I can hear it and I see it and I know I'm not alone, it just strengthens that muscle. And I've, I say like, you know, I've had several different paths I've walked down in my life and if you don't know a lot about me, y'all, I have, uh, when I was 18 years old, I went out to the military so I could pay for college. I did that. Um, and I did it one week in a month. And I did it so that I could accomplish the goal I wanted. And that was to go to college. I didn't, I couldn't pay for college. My parents didn't have that kind of money to just write a check every semester. And I didn't qualify for financial aid because they made too much uh, to pay for financial aid, but they didn't take an accountability that my parents had multiple kids, you know, and navigating and all those different things. So I had to do what I had to do. And I went to the military so that I could be independent on my taxes and get financial aid and go to school and get the benefits of the military. And on that journey, um, after I graduated college, I was deployed after September 11th. I met my husband, uh, my little, my sweetheart. We met. Um, and from that, I have, we have a beautiful daughter and that started with one dream and that was just to go to college. And the reason I wanted to go to college is because I wanted to work in advertising at the time because I saw Boomerang and I loved it and never knowing. And I, and I think seeing it, I always knew I liked art because on Who's the Boss, I love that Angela had an advertising agency. Uh, I always had that little marketing thing in me. I think I've always wanted to relate to people in that way. I just didn't know how to put a name to it. Um, and so I took the long way around. I didn't get in. I got into sales before I got into marketing. Uh, and then I got into marketing and loved it and, and continue to love it. And, and 
devour most marketing materials and conferences and things of that nature, anything to better myself in that area because it's ever changing and ever evolving, especially with digital marketing nowadays. Uh, so much still to learn. But that one dream had me had to figure out a way to get there, right? And there's a lot of different routes I could have took. I could have just went to community college. I could have worked my way through. But I'm one of those people, especially when I was younger, I wanted it right then. And I was like, this is the fastest way to do it. I can do this one week in a month. And I'll have a whole nother show and tell y'all about my army and basic training experience, which is ridiculously hilarious because I was so clueless. But um, yeah, that led me to my world that you know, where I'm this husband, I'm a wife, my daughter, this business. Um, figuring it out at such an early age made me realize that I can continue to figure it out and I can continue to accomplish my dreams. And in that going to basic training made me realize that if I could get over that hump, I can get over any hump because that was literally one day at a time, like a recovering addict, seriously. It was a, a challenge to say the least every single day from being away from home for the first time to being pushed physically, mentally, emotionally, looking around and seeing that I might have made a different, at the time I thought I made the wrong choice. I thought I made a bad decision because I was surrounded by people who came from things that I could have never imagined y'all. If I could tell you some of the stories I would hear from the ladies who are in my platoon about why they joined the military, I realized how blessed I was and what a great life I had. But at the same time, I knew I had to do it. And I did. And it got me to where I am now. And it gave me some really cool experiences. Um, you know, but that's when I started to learn to map out things when I was there. That's why I brought up basic training because I would take these, we would have these road marches and they would be seven, eight miles long. And I kept a little notebook in my pocket and it was a gratitude journal. This was in the nineties, y'all. I had it in my pocket. And when we would stop to take a break, I would jot down something I was thankful for because I was like so overwhelmed by the negative things happening, meaning I didn't like being there. It wasn't a great experience for me. And I would just focus on nature and focus on what good things were happening in my life. And during that time, and this is now I realize that was like a form of meditation during those walks, ideas would come to me to order my steps on my path and I would jot them down. And then at night before I go to sleep in my bunk, I would write down this little timeline of what I was going to accomplish in this window of time. And I'm happy to say I accomplished everything that was on that list. And I think I still have it somewhere. Um, but there's power in sitting down, getting quiet and mapping it out. And thinking it out that's why you hear so many people talk about vision boarding and, and and projecting and affirmations that stuff works it works i'm living proof that it works i am 100 living proof that it works and it started i've been doing it since i was i want to say nine ten years old however you are in the fourth grade my mom had this little piece of paper on a dashboard in the car and it was this word she typed up on a typewriter and I asked her what it meant. She said, that's my affirmations. And I said, well, what does affirmation mean? She said, that's what I say to myself every day to let me know that I can be this, I can do that. I'm going to sell this many houses this year. I'm going to buy this house for y'all. I'm going to do this, this and that. And I was like, really? She said, so what do you want? And I said, well, I want really long, beautiful hair. Okay, this is a fourth grader, so bear with me. And she said, okay, well, say your hair is healthy, long and strong every day as you comb your hair, as you 
go to school, when you have downtime, say my hair is healthy, long, and strong. My hair is healthy, long, and strong. And y'all, because it's my mama and y'all have heard me talk about it, when you're a kid, you believe everything your parents say. They are like the world to you. Whatever they say is gold, right? So I believed it. And I said it, I did it, I walked around and I rolled around in it. And to this day, I've never had an issue with my hair. It is healthy, long and strong. People always say, man, your hair goes back quick. I accredit that to not just DNA because all of our hair goes differently, but that believing it made me do actions that made me do conditioners that make me have trims that made me be conscious of taking great care of it and doing everything I needed to make it great. And to teach that lesson to a kid at that such a young age, and that's just one of the times where she taught me how to affirm something. But that is the example I want to use today so that you can see that it doesn't matter when you start. Start teaching it to your kids, teach it to your nieces and nephews, teach it to your people in your classroom, um, that your words are powerful. And vision, seeing it and vision boards are powerful because there's no way that you're going to look at that thing every day and not work toward that goal or say that thing every day and not try to figure out how to get there. So I'm going to figure out how to get there, y'all. I'm going to figure out how to get there in this next, dec next decade of my life. And I want to take as many of you with me. I want to cheer you on. If you need an accountability partner, hey, I can't sign up to be everybody's, but I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm here for gathering together and linking up and finding that person who is your person and, and walking that walk and holding one another accountable for activating our purpose and living and walking in the purpose we were sent here to to do to walk in so in 2020 in a few weeks some days a month or so we'll be in a new decade you know what does that decade look like for you and i i i was listening to a book this week marie folio's new everything is figure outable uh and somebody asked me in dms that i like it what they think what i think about it and i was like i don't know yet and i hadn't got to a part that really resonated with me i'll be honest with you well a couple of things but I, that's a whole nother show but one of the things that resonated with me she kind of said something about when she was on a path and she had questions about it and she uh asked herself you know what would your what would you say to me 10 years from now so she was 25 and had to make a decision and she said what would my 35 year old self say to me about making this decision and her answer immediately was like, go for it. So that's how she knew how to cross that hump. And that resonated with me because I was already, it, I'd already had the conversation with my friends and my family about making this 10 year vision board or list of goals and accountability and all that stuff. And I thought, yeah, it went even harder. What does my 50 something year old self gonna say to this person who just turned 40? Um, where do you wanna be girl? Like you need, to, you need to put down some things, pick up some things, stretch yourself and Go hard, go hard so you can go home. <laughs> All right, y'all, have a good one. <laughs>